Speaking of green cards, mm-hmm. I need one. I wouldn't mind seeing some celebrity down. Mother, it's just not the same as when I was tucked under your bosom. Hello and welcome. We're back. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. I am still your host, Brian Beckner. Stoked you're here. Stoked you're joining us. Uh, episode 41. There's a number. That's a number for you, 41. Um, I don't know any ball. I, no one off the top of my head. No iconic athletes wore number 41 that I can recall. I don't think about that. Um, happy you're here. Happy you're joining us. Uh, happy that people are liking us on Facebook. The whole routine. Email us. Mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. Still no one has told me how I can do – how you guys can do calls. There's a way. I know there's a way. And I know some of you guys know how to do it. It's just that you're as lazy as I am. So tell me how to do that. I want to be able to take calls on the show, so or you know at least be able to play voicemails. And I don't want to like give you my phone number because that would be a mistake. It's bad enough that some of you have access to my email and my Twitter and some of that, some my Facebook. It's you know you guys have enough access, so find out a way that you can call me and I can record it and play it back on the show. Also, I don't know if I'll be able to play it back because I don't I'm too stupid to do that. Uh, today on the show, this is the, we're the sports show of record. Everybody knows that. Like, no, there's no question that when sports are happening, you come to us for them and hockey, we're the hockey show of record. As everyone knows, I'm, I'm a Kings fan. Kings have won two out of the last three cups. Uh, and we're, we're talking hockey today. The Columbus Blue Jackets are apparently a team and they're like trying to alienate their biggest free agent. So we're going to talk about that. Um, shoplifting. Some guy that made tons and tons of money in the NBA just got busted for shoplifting. And we, we like athletes or former athletes. We like stupid people. We like people that get in trouble with the law. So we're going to talk about that. Um, Texas. Where a lot of my listeners are, my people, I've never been to Texas. There is sort of a plan that might get me there sometime in the near future for an event. Not sure if it'll happen. I probably shouldn't even have even said that. But I've never been to Texas. But if you listen to the fourth most popular sports radio station in Houston, the Houston area, South Texas... Um, you know who I am. I, I have a kinship with my friends in Texas. I feel like an honorary Texan, but, uh, they, they do some weird shit down there sometimes. Not the least of which is constantly arresting Willie Nelson for weed. Come on guys. Stop doing that. First of all. Uh, but there's something else just popped off in Texas. They passed a new law or they overturned an existing law and it's we got to talk about that. Um, are you one of those guys? I was never this guy. The guy that liked to draw dicks. I remember guys in high school would be drawing dicks on shit, and they would be having a laugh. And I would you'd be surprised by this, since I seem like such a scholar. So this will shock you. 
I was I spent a lot of time in the ceramics room in high school, making sculpting, making pots, other things. And dudes would love to make clay dicks in there. There was so much dick everywhere. Um, and I just never got into that. I was not a dick drawer or a dick sculptor or any... Only dick I was into was my own. I was really into it. Um, but apparently it's a thing. And apparently it's a thing in Michigan where a, a mother-daughter team drew a dick the size of a football field. So we're going to talk about that for sure. And how many orgasms have you had today? hundred? More? Well, we're going to talk about this guy because there's a guy that has a hundred orgasms every single day. And he's really, as you might imagine, he's not that happy about it. Um, also, I know how fucking old is this guy, but we might have some more letters to the editor. That's kind of been a fun segment that we started last week. And of course, everybody's favorite, Fancy Pop. We'll talk some celebrity pop culture happenings. I happen to know that Fancy Sauce is has now become a devotee of the... I don't know what it's a spinoff of. I don't know if it's like related to one of those rehab shows. It feels like a rehab, but they booze up in there. I'm talking about couples therapy. It's been popular around my house, and I'm sure that we'll talk about that because there are some – There's well, first of all, it's supposed to be celebrities, and there's no one you've heard of on there. There's one person you for sure heard of, and she's scary, so we're going to talk about her. Uh, joining me now, as always – Ed Daly, Orioles fan, Ed Daly. Ed, how are you, buddy? Uh, I'm doing. I'm doing pretty well. Um, my my quick update for you from my world of uh, coaching soccer. Uh, my team got pasted again on Saturday, and now some of the kids, or maybe their parents, are starting to snipe at me yeah. through through the kids. Like one this kid happens. came up to me and said, "My mom said we should have a better plan." It's like there's fucking six there's not one kid yeah, in the history of six-year-old soccer who's passed the ball and then the other kid goes my mommy said we should score some more and i just was i just had had enough right. and i was like tell your mommy you're not going to score for like 20 years because he's, he's he's a pretty ugly kid <laughs> and yeah. i figured by the time it got back to his mom like there's no way that that would get relayed and we could just leave it at that you are in an un enviable position my friend a position i've been in here's what you do you got i didn't well kid. first of all like, remember i didn't sign up to coach they just told me with a few yeah. days left like your t- kid's team doesn't have a coach so right. i was well, like all right I'll the thing it. is anybody that's anybody that volunteers to coach should be on a watch list anyway like i think there are coaching, some coaches that don't have kids i think there are like some people who just like love the game or oh love God. the kids they they should be followed by the authorities because no one no For one sure. puts themselves in a position to be around kids like that is anyone that's spent any time with kids knows that you want to avoid being around them as much as possible sure of course so if you're volunteering to be around kids that's a problem um, here's what you do what you got a big kid your kid's pretty big uh yes okay you just you tell him. You show them where the half field line is. Right. And you say, never go past this. Here's the line. Never go past this line. And then you have them post up because you, you don't have goalies, right? Right. No goalie. No goalies. You're not allowed to play goalie. Right. But what you do is you take your kid, you put him about midfield on your defensive end. 
And anytime somebody gets a breakaway, he runs over there and takes kicks the ball out. away from that guy. Take him out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what I've been do, well, do whatever it takes. That's what I've been trying. But yeah. at the same time, like I I don't you know, I don't care that much if they're winning or yes, losing. I, I ideally like my kids to win just so right. they're happier and not, sure. you know, whining. But like, yep. I don't, I don't give a shit, you know? Yeah. I see. I was where you are as a coach because I didn't, here's what I wanted it, for it to be over. I yes, wanted it, I but wanted it's a running it. clock. So it's, I'm yeah. there, I'm there for a, a one hour block when all is said and done, no matter what happens. Yeah, it's occasionally that other coach will be like, hey, you want to go an extra 15? You want to play another quarter? No, no, I don't. Kids seem to be having fun. Meanwhile, the kids are never having fun. Like, they're, no, they're, they're ready they're to go. Adam, yeah, they're done. They're done. By the end of the action, these kids are just dying to, to check out. You get you get that in Little League where you're like, hey, you know, like, we've played the allotted five innings or whatever. Let's call right. it. And the other coach will be like, oh, you know what? Kids are, like... They're having fun out there. Let's play a couple more innings. Meanwhile, half of them are sitting down. Right. It's just this asshole doesn't want to go home to his fat wife. <laughs> yeah. A lot of yeah. guys looking for excuses to stay away. Right. Exactly. From home. Like we, we, we see where you're coming from. But one, want, one thing I wanted to uh, bring up, I'm, I'm feeling it's, it's not that I'm feeling superior for watching a documentary, but I feel, you know, I've got things to talk about, even though they took place like 125 years ago. I've been watching some of this Ken Burns Roosevelt's thing. Yes, that, was, that wasn't one hundred and twenty-five years ago. Oh, it's the Roosevelts. It's 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 like a three-pronged thing. It's Franklin, uh-huh. Teddy, and yes. uh, Eleanor. Uh-huh. And I've got some thoughts. And I just one thing that strikes me. Well, first of all, they're all they're all lunatics. They all did a, a shitload of stuff that's good for our country. They all got a shitload accomplished. So you know they rightfully get credited for being some of the best presidents. That's annoying, yep. But at the same time, they were lunatics. First of all, Teddy was was just legitimately crazy. But I was I when I watch him, I feel like he must have had the worst breath of any president in history. Because he's because <laughs> he's always smoking a cigar? Yeah, well he's a big time mouth breather. He's always oh, he showing is? those he's going these big teeth and you see him like really like heaving in and out and you've he 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 really must have smelled, and he was always just doing like he, you know he was the ultimate like masculine guy like just would you know ride on top of mooses and do crazy shit like that like but like it seems like his dental hygiene there's something off with him. I well, think. everybody there was no teeth brushing back then, right? Like everyone had shit breath. It was just accepted you had shit breath, right? You, you did, but. Wouldn't you think that the the mouth breathers, the guys yeah, who were like breathing yes. in and out of their teeth, like must have had terrible breath? But yeah, still, they, like when your whenever your mouth's real dry, that's not good for the breath sitch. And if you're a mouth breather, I mean, I mean you have other issues, but you definitely got some breath issues. Continue, yeah. Franklin, huge loser, huge loser. The dude was writing his mom frequently <laughs> to t- to tell her how nobody at Harvard likes him. And he was, like, talking about his social life. Then he goes and marries his goddamn cousin. His cousin. It's not it, – and it's not like his fourth cousin was Anne Margaret in 1967. It was Eleanor Roosevelt, the ugliest fucking woman in the history of America. Eleanor Roosevelt's facial expressions are so severe. She's like the white woman Willie McGee. Like, she, she is just – looks like she's in pain all the time. 
And I, you know, you always kind of know that Eleanor is ugly, but I've been looking at a lot of archival footage of her, and she is fucking disgusting looking. And <laughs> Franklin marries her and is related to her. Like, what is, what a fucking loser that guy was. <laughs> Dearest mother, nobody at the, you know, consumption club in Harvard will, yes. will talk to me. Mother, it's just not the same as when I was tucked under your bosom. <laughs> Fucking loser, FDR. That, that's funny. Uh, my kid just read me a book about FDR, and I, yeah, I remember that. His travels got a, at Harvard. Yeah, got a ton accomplished, but huge fucking loser. Huge. Yeah, yeah. Wait, like, you could pick any ugly woman to marry. That's right. You're going to be related to her on top of it? Yes. Yeah, familiar women. That's that's a little weird. Hey, you know, before we get into this, you know, I I just thought of something. I saw that movie that dropped this weekend. I did too. Did you see it? Did you like it? I I liked a lot of it, but there was one thing that was driving me crazy. Tell me the chick. Yeah, she's a little annoying. Terrible, terrible accent. Like, why did you have to hire a foreign chick who can't do the easiest American accent, the New York accent? Yeah. I, I, I feel like they were out to Eva Mendez there. That felt like an Eva Mendez role yes, right there. Yes, it Fancy did. Fancy Sauce announced that Eva Mendez is too glamorous for that, but I don't care. Like, I feel like that that was that Nadia chick was like the third or fourth choice. But uh, it did remind me, and it bummed me out, Gandolfini, it, it was just like a, an all-time great actor. So good, and that, that, that was my point. Uh, Fancy and I were leaving the theater – after I'd eaten myself sick on movie theater popcorn, like yeah. I always do. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my stomach. And she's like, you realize that's the last time we're ever going to see James Gandolfini in anything. And I was like, fuck, you're right. And he was so, so good. goddamn good. Always. I mean, and really he- always. Like expressive it, with like small roles. Like in the 90s, before – Tony Soprano. He was in a million movies, but he was just like a bit player, and he was always great. As the thug in Get Shorty? Oh, Get Shorty in uh, True Romance. Totally. Yeah. He was like a yeah. random captain in Crimson Tide. He was he was in all kinds of shit. Yeah, he's super good. He's super good in this movie. It's a good movie. I feel like they kept it in the can, I guess, because he died, but it's got like Tom Hardy in it, and it's yeah. uh, Dennis Lehane. It's like a really good movie, I thought. Yeah. The only, yeah, my problem was just I, I really cringed when the, the chick was on the screen. She was on a lot. I, was, I wasn't I was feeling her, but she's I, she's sort of incidental to the plot. So. Right, right. Yeah, she's, she's definitely the weakest part of the movie, I agree. Right. Uh, also, should we? Uh, you're a Stern guy. I haven't listened to Stern in a while because I don't have it in my car. I used to stream it at my desk. Yeah, I'd still listen. I was I was bummed with the the, uh, the, the but I can't really. I work in kind of like an open environment, so you know it's like nobody will be in there for a long time. Yeah. And then as soon as Howard puts somebody on the Sibian, there's like two women in my office. So I can't, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a tough, I, I can't tough listen deal. anymore, but I, I never could fucking stand Eric, the actor who's super annoying. I hated him on the show. Every time I heard him. Oh, and I loved died. it. I loved it because he was such a prick and they would just rip on him. And like, he couldn't do basic math. I, I, I love those segments because like, he was such a jerk, and they just would tee off on him, and it made it feel okay to to laugh at him. Right? He was he was easy to hate. He he had delusions of grandeur. I don't know. I guess he was kind of funny. So, yeah. any Stern fans out there, rip Eric the actor. Yeah, apparently. sure, sure. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, Ed, what's sports show record? Obviously, yeah. this is known. People want to know what to think. What's going on? Well, I've got some breaking news for you. Apparently, there's a professional hockey team called the Columbus Blue Jackets. No, there isn't. Yeah, it's an NHL team, not even like one of those minor league, not like AHL, like a real NHL team. Hold on, Columbus, is Columbus where Ohio State is? Uh, Yes, yes. So that's like, that's their professional team. There's there's nothing besides Ohio State and Columbus. I can't imagine the mothers of the players on the Columbus Blue Jackets even care about their games. No, they can't. Uh, Anyway, they have a guy named Ryan Johansson, and he scored 33 goals for them last year. That's good. Restricted free agent. He's looking for a bigger payday before showing up for camp. He's not under contract, but I guess restricted free agent means like they can match, or I, I don't, I'm not exactly sure how the hockey rules work. But anyway, mm-hmm. the Blue Jackets responded by opening Media Day with an announcement of the terms that Johansson had rejected. And they just put it out there, like just opened the press conference and said he turned down two years six. He turned down $32 million over six years and $46 million over eight years. And, of course, the fans ate it up and started crushing Johansson for, for quote, being a greedy prick. And, of course, you get the quotes. I mean, they're putting this press release out to, like, the the, the Rust Belt. And these guys are like, I'll gladly take his 800000 that he already makes. So, Brian, I, I ask you, had you ever thought about Columbus, the Columbus Blue Jackets ever before this story? And, two, if you're an NHL player, are you ever signing with Columbus? No, of course not. Two two things. I do know who the Columbus Blue Jackets are because they're basically like a farm team for my Stanley Cup champion, L.A. Kings. Okay. They handed us, two years ago, they handed us Jeff Carter en route to a cup. And then this past season, en route to another cup, they handed us Marion Gabrick. So Columbus, let's get this Johansson guy signed. Let's get him signed for a good number for when he becomes a king eventually, like yeah. next season. I think I think they handed the uh, Rangers Rick Nash. Yeah, ex- yeah. yeah, they did. That's yeah. that's true. Uh, so they're they are they're a good farm team for real teams. And yeah, this is not that anyone would ever choose to move to Columbus. Well, Ohio. of course. I mean, Ohio's the serial killer state, right? And and I think the most U.S. presidents are from Ohio too. By, and by the way. I, I believe Buster Douglas was from Columbus, Ohio. Would not surprise me. And Philip Michael just, Thomas. It's just it's just funny that the Philip Michael Thomas is from. I thought he was like Barbadian. I just I just googled it now. I I would have thought he was a West Indian man myself. But are you no, kidding me? No, Columbus, Ohio. Also, that's a good. How fucking old is this guy? I'd My, like to know. Wait, did I tell you about this? My buddy. Uh, who was, I think, uh, my buddy was working on the uh, the Radio Shack Super Bowl commercial. Oh, right, 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 right. And yeah. they tried to, they like, tried to look him up, and, like, he's off the grid. Really? You can't find Philip Michael Thomas. You can't find what? him. Have they looked in, like, Jamaica, <laughs> St. Thomas? Yeah. that's where he's from. It wouldn't surprise me if he was now a bartender at a Sandals somewhere. He's probably he's probably doing appearances. He just hangs out on the beach and closes poon all day. <laughs> Philip oh, yeah. Michael Thomas, call into the show. I love Philip. Also, he's probably a listener. Like, he seems like a, he'd be a listener. Of course he is. He loves sports. By the way, how fucking old is Philip Michael Thomas? Okay, back to what we we're talking about. 
no one would ever go to Columbus, Ohio on purpose. So you no. kind of got to do like everything you can to make it palatable. You got you got to give guys more money. Right, you have to overpay for sure. You have to overpay. You got to do you got to be strategic. You got to figure it out. And these dopes <laughs> have officially taken themselves out of the free agent market for anyone else ever. Right, nobody wants to play those games. No, like, like they're we, turning the fans against this guy. Like right. he's their best. I, I would guess if he had thirty-three goals, he's their best player. He's their best player. And think about it: with all things being equal, who would elect to do business with people that have previously openly fucked over their own guys in the press? Right. Let's see. I have offers from two teams. One is the destination city of Columbus, Ohio, where the team has been known to try to embarrass its own players. By publicizing, publicizing their contract demands. No fucking way. Terrible. Terrible. But they should they should sign this guy so they can give him to the Kings later. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, if they're the farm system of the Kings, you should be eyeballing this guy. I, sh- I should scout the rest of their roster to see who we want next. <laughs> we. Uh, the we. No, nobody likes a we guy. No. Especially not me. Okay. What else is going on? Tell me what else is happening in the world of sports, Ed. Former Kentucky star... Decent NBA two guard and lousy executive Rex Chapman was arrested in Scottsdale, Arizona last week for a string of thefts totaling $14,000 from an Apple store. On at least seven different occasions, Chapman left the Apple store with unpurchased unpurchased merchandise and sold them to a nearby pawn shop. Chapman went to the self-checkout aisle, then checked himself out without paying. Several of the employees recognized Chapman from his four years with the Phoenix Suns. Over the course of his career, Rex earned $22 million. Brian, two things. Where'd the money go? And how much longer do you think he'll be able to hold on to that Denver Nuggets color commentator job? He, well, he's, if he hasn't already been fired, he's <laughs> about to be. My, my, my buddy, my buddy uh, just texted me about this, and he said, he just put in quotes, he's like, Hey, Rex, Denver Nuggets on the phone. Uh, should I tell him you're here or you're gone? Like, he's yeah. he's going to be laying low. Well, the only the only reason they can't get a hold of him is because he's pawned his iPhone. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, also, there's a okay. I'm I'm a guy. I'm an I'm, I use Apple products. Yeah. I I mean I'm still sort of shocked that they that there are people who don't, particularly Jason Stewart, who comes on this program, and I have to try uh. to conference him in on his PC. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's a Dell guy, isn't he? Yeah, I don't know what HP. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what he's got. But every time I've been to an Apple store, which is a considerable amount of times, first of all, one of the geniuses has to sort you out. They're like, hey, what do you need? And you tell them. And then they go get the thing, and then they bring it to you, and then they just go, okay, they how lurk. do you want to pay for it? They're lurking, too. Yeah, and they can, they all can check you out in, like, an instant. Yeah, they just – they, like, have an iPod in their pocket, and then they're like, okay, you ready? And then they just do the square thing. They swipe your card, and they're like, do you want me to email you the receipt? Like, there's not really – what this is? This one's like a Home Depot where you can check yourself out. Well, I looked. I clicked on the link that showed it was the uh, the Phoenix like ABC uh, news report. Yeah. And first of all, if you want to look for spectacular looking uh, anchor women and yeah. news reporters, whoa, Phoenix! Yeah. It was it was a pretty awesome display. Um, I like that. But on top of that, it looked like the regular Apple store, except I guess – I mean I've never been in an Apple store where somebody wasn't up my ass when I'm holding the product. 
Yeah, every, every single like only in Phoenix, and I've I've spent some time in Phoenix. There's a lot of like this is Scottsdale, this is higher end for sure, but there's lots of nefarious types hanging around Phoenix. Like it seems like one of those places where you'd want to keep an extra close eye on the clientele in the Apple Store. Plus, the Apple Store's always freaking packed. Uh, yes, yes. There's, it's, there's you never go in there when it's not loaded with people. Also, self checkout. Like anybody that w- just cruises up to self checkout and checks themselves out without having a fucking problem should be arrested immediately. They're up to something. I have never do. First of all, I never do self checkout, but sometimes, like I'm at the grocery store and I'm like, ah, oh, this line's too long, so I go do self checkout. And it's like if you don't set the thing down right, if you right. don't, you know, they charge you for bags. It's like you didn't. Oh, you didn't take a bag. There's always a problem. You know, I can't find. Uh, how do you look up? avocados it's like it's such a clusterfuck the fact that he's rolling through there without needing help that they should have known right away how do you how do you get away with 14 grand worth of stuff and he he played for the sons if he's gonna pull this move i mean how dumb is he like he could he could probably do it in denver who knows i mean he, that's where he works right nobody knows rex chapman there but it's, he's not gonna be able to pull it off in kentucky or the place where he had his most NBA success. Right, the, like the only two places he's known. Also, this guy was a first-round draft pick. Like, I remember him being kind of good. He could shoot. I looked up his numbers. He was like a 15-point a a game guy throughout his career. Like, pretty good. In the NBA? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, I he, don't remember. Not a star, but, like, I remember he hit a big playoff shot for the Suns one year. Like, a pretty crazy shot. And that yeah. was probably that was probably his best moment. So his best moment was as a son, and then he's going to try to pull this in Phoenix. I get, I get all those white shooting guards confused. But where did the money go? Yeah, I, I got to think like, it's either Booger Sugar or no. or ponies. It's not. It's it's ponies. I know because he's. I think he like owns horses or something. Because the Kentucky connection. Yeah. He's in. He in. He's into playing the ponies, which is like just the saddest thing there is. Also, it can't. It can't be the cocaina, the yayo, because he's fat. Did That's you see true. How fat his face That's is. That's true. He looked like he ate Rex Chapman. Yeah, he's like spent. Like he retired to fucking In and Out. Like or he's, he's been eating. He was in the three point contest and just ate the third rack of balls. <laughs> yeah. Hey, where's the money ball? Oh, sorry, man. <laughs> Tasted great. Um, it's really sad though. This guy made, tw- I don't know if he's got divorces or what, but I mean, well, I'm he- sure, I'm sure that had to contribute somewhat, but I'm just saying like going, stealing things and going to pawn shops like means you're, you're under pressure to, to come up with dough. For sure. And he was like an assistant GM or he might've even been a GM and that's like, you know, high six figures, mid six figure job. Like you're not hurting for money if you're working in the front office in a big time job like that. And if you're, if you're the color commentator for a team working like, you know, the 82 game season, like you're, you're probably doing okay. Oh, for sure. He's not breaking the bank, but like that can at least pay for bills to like live. Is it if if it's rate even if it's just radio it's probably like 150 grand a year I bet yeah. maybe 200 sure like, yeah he's he's living he's living good uh, well apparently not Rex Chapman like I'm, I'm more I can't wait to find out it sounds like he's gone the Art Schleister route yeah well it, you might want to just click on the uh, on the link to the the Phoenix Television Station because. Uh, some good eye candy on that. I'm gonna I'm gonna check that out. I'm gonna Google that as soon as we're done with the show. Okay, real quick before we get into our non sports stories. Okay. Ed, how fucking old is this guy, Philip Michael Thomas? 
Okay, Rico Tubbs. Rico Tubbs. Uh, I want to say that show was probably 30, 30 years ago. Right. He's basically, he's the Larry Wilcox of that show. He's in Don Johnson's shadow. Don Johnson, he's a, he's a detective, but somehow lives on a yacht, drives a $250,000 Ferrari, and has a pet alligator. <laughs> And every and every pair of it, he can't afford socks, but every pair of his shoes is like four hundred dollars. And also, that was my fucking absolute favorite show when I was a kid. When I was when I was in third and fourth grade, my dad was transferred down to Miami, and that show it was like eighty four, eighty five, yeah. and I was in Miami, and they would just like close off you know, a supermarket just parking shoot. lot, and there would just be on location shoots. So I. I've seen Philip Michael Thomas in action in oh, person. Son of a bitch! And, and imagine the damage those guys were doing with all the coke. They're oh my goodness! Living in Miami. Yeah, this show was, on these TV. were the go go eighties with like real drug problems in Miami. Like it was, it was big time. All right, so I would say thirty years ago, he. I mean, he was perfecting that. He already had the slow burn down pat. Yeah, that's a move actors. Can't pull off in their twenties. I would say, I would say he was like a. I mean, Don Johnson. They both were like in their late thirties. I would say, I'd say Philip Michael Thomas was like thirty nine then. So he's about sixty nine years old now. Pretty close. Pretty close. Ed May twenty sixth, nineteen forty nine. Born in Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> Upset of the year. Age. 65, 65 years old. Happy birthday, Philip Michael Thomas. And give us a call. We, we'd, lo- yeah. we'd love to give you, get you on the show. Yeah, I bet he could. I mean, we could come up with a good segment for him. Oh, for sure. And the guy, he couldn't admit. He's got, has to be. You know, he was doing infomercials for a while. Really? Yeah, I think he was selling something online. Anybody know? Any, I'm sure if he's not a listener, which he probably is. Probably his best friend is. Yeah, one of his close, close friends. One of his servants around his palatial St. Thomas beachfront estate. I bet the dude who feeds him grapes probably listens. Exactly. Uh, Have Philip Michael Thomas, noted Ohioan Philip Michael Thomas, give us a call. That's just crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Okay, Ed. Um, let me let me read you this one. I was talking earlier. How I, were you a dick drawer growing up? You don't strike me as a dick drawer. Not at all. I've, I no no dick drawings. But I I do own a funny book called New York Dick. And somebody just like a photographer went out and like went around the New York City subways and took pictures of people who drew dicks on like posters in the subway. I love that. That's great. Yeah, I'm it was, into that. Yeah, my publisher. When I, when I wrote a book, my publisher just said, hey, you want any books that are that we've already published? And I saw that, and I was like, New York Dick? I'll take that one. Yeah, totally. You're talking about your cereal book, Snap, Snap Crackle Pop? Yeah, Pop Culture. Great book. That's a great book, Ed. Thank you. Uh, okay, I'll read you the headline. Mom, daughter charged in genitalia image in grass prank. Grass killer was used to leave the shape of a penis spanning the length of the Bedford High School field. That's a big dick, Ed. It's an enormous dick. Huge dick. It may have been intended as a prank, but what happened at a football field last month in Monroe County led to criminal charges. Grass killer was used to leave the shape of a penis spanning the length of the Bedford Senior High School field on August 30th. Now three people from Bedford Township... Pro, pro tip, if you're living in a township... Move. 
<laughs> All right, but like, what, what makes a township? I don't know, but real places have cities. Yeah. Anywhere you want to live, if you're living in a village or a township, get the fuck out of there and get to a goddamn city. You can live anywhere you want. Right. Just whatever you're doing there, you can do here in a real place. Move to a city. <laughs> a 50-year-old woman, her 16-year-old daughter, and a 17-year-old face a felony charge of malicious destruction of turf or soil. Is that a thing? <laughs> wow. It, it seems like they had to dig deep into the rule book to get that one. Oh yeah, that 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 one's way down. That 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 one was enacted into law in like colonial times. It was it was a lot more than a prank, given the significant damage and the disruption of school activities. School events had to be moved, like no one's ever seen a drawn dick at high right. school before. And there have been countless hours of volunteer time to get the field back into dickless playing condition. Ed. As a dad, does it break your heart to hear of someone killing beautiful, healthy grass? And two, question two, how do we know that this was, in fact, a dick, considering that it could only really be seen from the air? That's true, because I've seen the aerial shot, but like I don't know up close what, what, you, what you'd really know what it is. It looks like they just kind of carved out like the 40-yard line. Oh, is there an aerial shot? Oh, there there is. And a different. I, I I clicked on a different story at uh-huh. one point, and yeah, there's an aerial shot. Oh, I'm gonna have to look at that. I'm, I, it's I'm big. Boy. It goes sideline to sideline. Like it's an enormous uh, cock. Oh, it's the middle of the field. I thought yeah, it was it's going like, in, it, end zone it, to end zone. I think it's like four. Like it probably is either side forty of the either forty yard line, which means it's a pretty girthy cock, like a twenty yeah, yard. And it goes sideline to sideline, and the balls are on like one sideline. That's a, that's a fat dick. Now, can we talk about the the cock to ball ratio? Because a lot of times people fuck that the, up. The balls are out of control. In, oh, in, oh, in, in, in no, in most of them, I think this one, yeah. considering how girthy the cock was, I would I would I would guess the balls are are probably okay. Oh, but, so, can we talk foreskin? Yeah, no, no foreskin. This is this is a circumcised penis. This is not this, so. The it wasn't a French cock drawer. No, all, no. Yeah, all I, the Frenchmen in the town were were eliminated as suspects. But some of the quotes, I, yeah, like people, how they have to m- change all these uh, events because heaven forbid people see the penis. Like this, this story combines three things I hate: uh, pranks, vandalism, and people being outraged. Like all of those things just annoy the shit out of me. Like prank, I, I hate pranks. April oh, pranks Fool's Day. April Fool's Day is the worst. Like the worst. my wa- my wife used to pull like when we were da- first dating in college. She pulled the I'm pregnant like four straight years, and like I I certainly didn't know the date in college. I you know I was not pleased with with that prank. And if if your entertainment revolves around fucking up my day, then you can go right the fuck to hell. This, that's and, worse than the prank she pulled where she emailed me a picture of you two sitting side oh, by side at a restaurant. Stop that. Stop that. Um, and then vandalism. And, and it's kind of the same to me as uh, like littering. Like these people, we're all citizens of the world. Like these people, I, there's a picture of like five dudes scratching their head trying to lay down sod in like a penis shape. Like yeah. there's a lot of man hours put into fixing your little joke. Fucking, these fucking disgraces from Michigan, and uh, and finally, like the people were saying, "Oh, what are we going to tell our children?" Like, who gives a shit? It's a fucking penis. Yeah, 
It's a it's, penis that anyone who's entered a high school has seen within the first three lockers. Yeah, t- yeah. <laughs> Tell them there's a cock on the field. Yeah, you know? there <laughs> is. Somebody thought it was funny to kill grass and make a giant penis, a giant erect penis. That's what that, I would tell my four-year-old. That would take a lot of weed killer. Like, that's not just one squirt bottle around up there. Yeah, I'm thinking they just, they must have gone with, like, just bleach, right? You think? Still, that would be gallons of bleach. They, but like, bleach, that would be- I, think, I think you can get bleach really cheap. That's my only guess, because I can't imagine people living in a township in Michigan have access to a lot of chemicals. No, in, unless they're doing, unless they did like some type of Heisenberg heist where they like stopped a train and like drained all the weed killer out of one of the cars or something. <laughs> that, that seems like a worthwhile heist. <laughs> I just feel like that might be a little too long of a way to go. Okay, if we're going to uh, make this girthy cock, we need to pull off the heist of the century. That's right. That's right. It's going to take so much weed killer to make a true girthy sideline to sideline <laughs> cock. Like let's let's do it right. Let's plan a heist. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about this. Uh, there's a lot of pervs in the world, and uh, apparently uh, Texas decided, you know what? We're, we're pre- we've got a pretty big state. We've got a lot of open space here. Let's just put out a fucking beacon to the world and just say, perverts, welcome. They got a big neon Texas-sized sign there that says, perverts, welcome, and I'll, I'll tell you the story. Court ruling makes taking pictures up women's skirts legal in Texas. Good fucking job, Texas. Uh. The highest criminal court in Texas reversed a state law this week that prevented people from taking pictures up women's skirts in public. The law, which banned improper photography or visual recording with the intent to arouse or gratify the sexual desire of any person was deemed an unconstitutional violation of First Amendment rights of free speech and individual thought. The act of secretly capturing lead, lead, lurid photography, usually aimed up women's skirts, is commonly known to Ed Daly as upskirting. <laughs> and the photos are sometimes called, as Ed well knows, creep shots. Whatever the term used to describe it, the practice is now legal in the Lone Star State after a blowout 8-1 to one ruling by the Texas Court of Criminal Appeals. Ed, between this and arresting Willie Nelson for weed, should the United States of America annex the Republic of Texas for its own good? Uh, at this point, I think it would be fair if we said, uh, you know, name it State Flexus and just take Florida and Texas and just... Just wish them well and and just let them know we we have nothing to do with those states. We could just cut a strip through Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama. Yeah, I just let us keep New Orleans. Let us keep New Orleans. Right, and then have that, and then you can have Flexus, and and like it's just a ridiculous uh, to say First Amendment. First of all, the First Amendment was like two hundred and thirty-five years ago. Right. And if they're saying, well, you know, this is the same as a paintbrush, like, if you were painting up a woman's skirt, you would have to sit there for like an hour and a half underneath her. This is true. You'd have to do it from your memory. In this day and age, like, these people that just are pointing to the, the, the First Amendment and the Constitution as if it applies to every single situation, like, 
I'm pretty sure you could say in this day and age where everyone's got a camera on them, like, no, you you can just you can just say this this doesn't apply to the First Amendment. This is just its own thing. And I think the original case that kind of got this whole thing started, which made them clarified, is it was a dude underwater at like a a local swimming pool taking pictures uh, of kids. Jesus Christ. Lower halves of children. Oh and, my God. And then the judge, Sharon Keller, who has less sense than Helen Keller, is Damn. going to, is going to, uh, she's going to write this big thing, you know, linking it to the first amendment. Where does the first amendment say that the guys could just creep? Oh, totally, totally agree. Also, like, I don't know, you know, these fucking perverts are gross and disgusting, but, bigger thing like if you're into that like these guys know about yoga pants like there's these days like if you want to admire a woman's body from in public there's not like a lot left to the imagination do they really need to go to such lengths to violate these women's privacy yeah in everywhere you look everywhere you look you can see whatever you want even in winter yeah just go by a just go by a, 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 a exercise studio or you know a gym, and you're going to see plenty. Every day, every day there should every day, 365 days a year should be a national holiday devet, devoted to the guy that invented yoga pants. <laughs> because those are my favorite thing. Uh, okay, one more story, Ed. Oh, Ed, excuse, sorry. Just had a quick orgasm there. <laughs> um, st- some guy. Dale Decker. He has 100 orgasms a day, Ed. I'll read you the story. The agony of ecstasy. Man who has suffered 100 orgasms per day for the past two years after slipping a disc in his back. That's some kind of complication there. (laughs) But, alas, he can't enjoy sex. Dale Decker. Come on, buddy. Developed persistent genital arousal syndrome made up. Two years ago, the 37-year-old from Wisconsin, of all places, that's the worst place to be constantly aroused, Wisconsin, Yeah, experiences up to 100 orgasms every day. The father of two describes a condition as horrendous and disgusting. You're telling me. He said you never want another orgasm. There's nothing pleasurable in it. The condition causes long periods of genital arousal not linked to sexual desire. Trauma to the pelvic nerves can... can can trigger hypersensitivity in this area. Ed, based on this guy's bleach bangs and knuckle tats, (laughs) assuming he didn't have this affliction, what are the odds that this guy would ever have an orgasm with someone of the opposite sex in the same room? Well, judging by the picture of his wife with the yellow fingernails, she she has not had any orgasms. Um, (laughs) I... I can't figure out when you when it says a hundred orgasms, does that mean something is coming out, or right. is he right. erect and he's just feeling it and he, nothing's coming out, or if he's just going about his day and he gets these orgasms, like? How do people know? Is he like, like a loud screamer? Like there was right. one th- there's one quote I saw where he said he was in the supermarket. <laughs> he was at, no, it happened to me at the grocery store and when it was over there were around 150 people looking straight at me. First of all, where is he shopping? 150 people and uh, 
I wouldn't enter a grocery store with 150 people. No, no. And then if all of them were looking at him, one of two things happened. One, his pants are a complete mess. Or shirt. Or two, he is like a loud comer. Like he's screaming, (laughs) like, oh, God, yes. He's like just sitting there in the checkout aisle. People are like, what? But like one, I got to think you can mask this better. Like... I mean, I assume if you're doing this much, you're going to be wrapping up your equipment with, like, an ace bandage or, like, wearing a diaper. (laughs) Or you you realize (laughs) – or you know how to keep your shit quiet. Like, it's not like this is the first time you've, you've, uh, you know, come to completion. Like, how how did 150 people know what was going on there? I'm. I don't know if I can continue after hearing you utter the phrase "quote loud comer." <laughs> that, that might be too. Yeah, is this guy having a fucking when Harry met Sally moment everywhere yeah. he goes? <laughs> In which case, I'm a little disappointed that the story doesn't have video attached. Uh, I feel like this is a this is a. a disability claim right here like he's really trying to work the system he's got live free tattooed on his knuckles which is probably doesn't bode well for his employment prospects also there's lots of pictures of him like in agony like (laughs) sad like sad dale decker orgasming on a park bench and there's sad Dale dale decker in like a yoga pose crying in the grass like What's in it, it for him to be – to have this write-up? And I, yeah, exactly. Like you, why would you want anybody to know? It's like it's like put, calling the newspaper and telling them you have a micro penis. Like, hey, <laughs> let's get this out there. I've got the smallest cock you've ever seen in your life. I, send a reporter over right now so we can put this in the paper. <laughs> He's like, all right, if you're going to have to do a story on me, please release it on the day where a lady with three tits hits everybody's <laughs> Facebook feed. That's not real, by the way. No, it's not real. All right. Yeah, or the other one that seems fake, where the woman says "fuck off," like on on the news, said she, "I quit, fuck you," or something. Yeah. Oh, I was kind of into that. It was in Alaska. That's probably a twenty eight thousand uh, dollar a year job being on the news in Alaska. Yeah, she could, she could go wait tables and make more money. Mm. Um, I like this quote. Imagine being on your knees at your father's <laughs> funeral beside his casket. So, First of all, why, like, what's that for? Yeah. Like, why would you, you, orgasm or not? Like, I know you're orgasming at your dad's funeral, but why are you on your knees? Yeah, have some dignity, buddy. Saying goodbye to him, and then you have nine orgasms right there. How does he count? But if he had nine orgasms, like, what What does that mean? If he just had a feeling of it- pleasure while he's doing it? Or he's, like, saying goodbye to his dad, and he's like, oh! Is it, do you think it's, like, nine, um... Nine, like, squirts. <laughs> like he counts each. I don't know another way to say it. Like each, the each each time he a little comes out, like that counts as one. <laughs> yeah, I I think that has to be it because how would people notice? I don't know. Like how how is he? How does he know he had nine? It sounds like a continuous thing. I hate this guy. Yeah, Fuck Dale Decker. Yeah, Dale Decker. I'm sure you are also a listener. What's with, what's with your bleach bangs? <laughs> yes. Why, why is your wife so miserable? <laughs> They're all so morose. Their faces. <laughs> Google Dale Decker, people. I mean, this guy's sad. D- Dale Decker and father of two. That means at some point 
his two kids are going to look on the internet and find their fucking dad doing a national story about how he's coming a hundred times a day. And the way he's firehosing it, like he could be the next Crow Marty. <laughs> exactly. Like there's he could accidentally impregnate people like yeah, out of that hundred and fifty at the grocery store, there could be, you know, good nineteen Dale Juniors now. For sure. That's absolutely true. Okay. Great stories. Excellent. Gr- great employment of the term. Um, I can't remember. What would you say? What would you, you call him? What kind of comer? Loudcomer? Loudcomer, yeah. Don't ever say that again. I, I'd already blocked it from my mind. Hey, I already told you. I, I believe in, in silence from men. Silence. Agreed. I don't like have any recordings of myself. But as you know, man, as you know. I'm a passionate man. Oh, no. Like, I'm not afraid. Like, I'll share a hot dog with my girlfriend in public. I'll (sighs) sit side by side. We'll PDA. Yeah, I'm anti. I'm anti-PDA. You, like, if you saw me in public, Ed, you would see me PDA. Like, stand in line at the grocery store. So I can't, like, I don't really have... I yes. would be rushing to stare at you in disgust, like the people who looked at Dale Decker. <laughs> right, yes. I'm, I'm like, you'd stand in point. I'd be like, my God, look at this guy. Look at this guy in public. I don't know. I, don't, I wouldn't classify myself as the loud variety, but I'm expressive. Like, I like to express myself emotionally during those times, <laughs> during times of passion. I'm a passionate man. Ed. All right. Do you, have you been reading more? It's my understanding that you've been reading more magazine Letters to the editor. Well, now it's it, it's my passion. It's become a thing. Yeah. Uh, all right, I'll give you, I'll give you three stories, and you you spot the man. Okay. Okay. Uh, two pages devoted to cult favorite Twin Peaks in parentheses binge, and not even a men- mention of Angelo Bundelamenti's haunting score. Say it ain't so. It's possibly the best television soundtrack of all time, and it established the show's darkly uplifting tone. Okay, next one. (laughs) Binge! Binge! I've had my issues with Joan Rivers' brand of humor, (laughs) but I've always admired her tenacity, her courage in the face of loss, and her willingness to fight for a rightful place in the world dominated by male comics. And then finally... So happy for Kate and William. I'm sure Prince George can't wait for a sibling! Exclamation point. <laughs> okay. one, of, one of these three was a man. Was, was there an exclamation point after binge? Uh, three exclamation points. <laughs> okay. That is so obviously, uh, that's the least hetero of the group, but that is a man. You are correct. That's Michael Gilbert from Rochester, New York. Great. Yeah, I knew it. Binge! Are the, are the other two men as well? No, no. I, I was trying to play fair this time. I that was uh, that. Robin Kennedy of Palo Alto was talking about Kate and and Prince George and uh, Luck. I don't know. Somebody named Lucky Hill was was writing about Joan Rivers. Well, that could be a dude. Lucky could be Chestnut so could Robin. Hill. Chest, Chestnut Hill Mass. Yeah, like that's potentially three dudes right there. Okay, good segment as always, Ed. Let's get to let's get to let's find out what's happening. We've been watching couples therapy here, Ed. Is, I know you're. I know you. Is watch. that like uh, is that a Doctor Drew show? 
It's not Dr. Drew. It's some, um, uh, it's some lady. It's like some sort of like style impaired lady host called Dr. Jen Berman. Okay. And I, I, although I'll be honest, like I've only seen one episode. I think there's only been one episode. I'm not really sure. I'm not, I'm not like, I'm kind of, I'm. Is it yeah. cele- celebrities or just regular it's, people? Well, it's it's. Did you do air quotes? Did you do finger quotes when you said celebrities? Well, any of these shows with celebrities, they're like celebrities that were just on other shows. Well, there's one. There's at least two people from your home state in New Jersey. Oh, is it J- Jersey Shore people? One is from the Jersey Shore. It's not Snooky, but it looks like her. It's okay. like a little round Snooky, but it's not Snooky, but oh. it's like her. I just Google. I know who's uh, who's from uh, from not too far from here. The other, yes, international hip hop superstar Tretch. Tretch. Tretch is having problems with his lady. Oh, we got Sicily. Talk. Yeah, we got to talk about this with Kate. Okay. Uh, joining us now, everybody's favorite. Let's get right to it. This is the part of the show I want to get to because I don't know about this stuff. We like to talk pop culture. We're, we're the sports show of record. We're the pop culture show of record. We're both. And we've done our sports, and now it's time to get to pop culture with our own pop culture bachelor and now couples therapy correspondent. Of course, I'm talking about Fancy Sauce. How you doing, Fancy? Hey, Fancy. Hey, hey. Hi. How's it going, guys? Going well. I'm, I was just briefing Ed on couples therapy. I assume right. you're going to want to talk about that yeah, at some point. Yeah, about that for sure. Um, but tell us what else is going on in the world of pop culture. What is happening that we guys like Ed and I? Ed's all highbrow. He watches the. <laughs> <laughs> He's deep into Ken Burns' um, documentary about the um, Roosevelt. Roosevelts. I'm sure it's really good, but I'm sure it's a snooze. He's so. super smart. When I say I'm really, I, when I say I'm really would into like, it, would like that. He's real into Roosevelt right now. He's been reading. He, about that's him. what I said. He's read me a book about. <laughs> uh, okay, tell us. So, guys, okay. like, like super smarty academic no. <laughs> intellectuals like Ed Daly, obviously don't know let's about get, this let's stuff. Let's get a little lowbrow, you guys. All tell right, me, let's what, do it. Yeah, tell me what is happening in the world of pop um, culture. We have a couple of celebrity pending divorces this week. Really sad. Oh. First of all, Avril Lavigne and her husband, Nickelback frontman Chad Kroger. Oh, frontman. 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 Oh, man. <laughs> Look Chad like they're headed for, for divorce. And I thought these two were such a great couple. I'm really sad to hear that they're not going to make it. Do you guys have any thoughts? This is a super bummer. Ed, what are, any thoughts on the Avril Lavigne, Chad I'm sure there's a lot of Kroger. girls that are excited that he's being set free. Is uh, is he really good looking? I I, I really couldn't pick him oh out of a lineup. God, no. he's got Ed. He's got frosted tips. He's in. He's Canadian. He's, got a soul patch, doesn't he's he? Canadian, and he's in a band called Nickelback. That's what do you think? Now. What, yeah, <laughs> I I I I definitely know who these two are, but at the same time, I I couldn't tell you any of their music. Like I just I don't I'm. I, I've, you, you have to pick your battles in life, and keeping sure. up with music, like, I just, I can't. I'm not saying music is better or worse. Right. I think okay. it's all the same in every era, no matter what anyone says, but Well, firstly, you I don't just, want to listen to either of these no. people's music. No. No, I, it, you know, I mean, this is pop, right? I, it, it's yes. definitely not my 
cup of and tea. Like but I'm just saying, I can't, I can't, I have no idea who they are. Nickelback like, is like that sort of creedy, like it's yeah. like you're aware that Nickelback I, I'm, is I'm aware of them joke. and I'm aware that everyone hates them. But right. I, I, like, I couldn't tell you what they sing. You want to say a shitty band. It's like douchey music. Nickelback. Douchey band, yeah. douchey music. Yeah. yeah, well, sorry to them. Yeah, He's at least yeah. a decade older than she is, and it's my understanding that in they... In my head, she's 17 forever. That they both love to flirt. Yeah. And, and she both. she loves dark eye makeup, right? That's her thing? She does, yeah. yeah. She's pretty... She's not attractive no. at all, but mm-hmm. somehow has, like, marketed herself as being attractive, which is kind of like the Miley Cyrus route, which I'll never understand. Because they're not cute, but their whole thing is that they're cute. Yeah. Mm. She's like a kind of goth skater girl. Yeah. Sorry for her. Girl. Sorry, Canada. This one's been coming for a while. Momager from hell. A lot like Dale Decker. Chris Jenner has finally, after a year um, after they announced their separation, has finally filed for divorce from poor Bruce Jenner, America's favorite aunt. Yes. <laughs> Scarecrow. Chris um, is seeking physical and legal custody of their daughter, Kylie, 17. She also wants to keep all her jewelry, all assets from the date of separation, and the other property they'll divide. Um, I mean, you know. Here's I don't thing. know what's going on with Bruce. Two things that I feel like need to remind people. Right. Bruce Jenner used to be the greatest athlete in the world. National mm-hmm. treasure. This is National- what's yes. He went to fucking Montreal, Mm -hmm. and he tore up that fucking decathlon. He set a world record. He did. He had that hair. That hair had to hold him back, Ed. Yeah. I mean, guys go lean when they're they're competing in sports. He had a fucking mane. Yeah, he had had a a full-on mop top. He's very attached to his hair now. He He refused to cut off his ponytail for... uh, What's her name? Kim's wedding. wedding. Right. He dyes it. It looks like shit. Um, he also. So he, he's gone from greatest athlete in the world. Yes. The Kardashian. Keeping up to with the cat. Kardashian. Lesbian has, has ruined him. He's now, grown a did, ponytail. He had his Adam's apple shaved, and he now wears Spanx corsets in public. Oh no! What, Ed, you, now Ed. was he was he going through this kind of stuff before he met? Chris Jenner, or no. was was think or, was is, she the one who like, hey, you should get a little work here and there, and that's what happened. I think Did so. she I think ruin? He's, I don't know. Bruce I think Jenner? he's pretty vain, but I I don't know if he would have gone to the extremes that he's gone to. They've been married like twenty years, probably. yeah. Uh, also, was, like he's got to be like sixty five around there. What's he doing with the seventeen year old kid? Right. Like, yeah. He had a kid with like when he was fifty. Yeah, probably late forties. Um. I don't know. I'm sad for these kids. This is a big money deal, though, because whatever, he probably had all the money money initially, but now she's made all the fucking money. So this is one of these ones where... They're, they're well, they they together have made all the money. How much how much dough how much dough could he have though? Like it's not like Wheaties was paying big bucks. Like what what money did he come with? I don't know, but I think he had money. More than her. He did. You'd be surprised. Like that Michael Phelps guy's fucking loaded. And yeah. I know this was before that, but gold medals equal big time endorsements. He was, you know, like I, he was he was definitely the biggest athlete. Huge, you know, for a long huge. time, and, and like he was, he was a guy like eight years removed from a gold medal in a sport 
in a, like a non you know popular sport in, in terms of revenue in our country, and he was still massive in like the early mid eighties. People still like talked about him like a hero. Totally, he was probably endorsing those javelin sticks and like dolphin shorts. He probably got a million dollars from dolphin shorts and supercuts or wherever that hair. He had money, but the point is they're so old. They're or they're at an age where it almost doesn't make when you're that rich. It's super difficult to get a divorce. They should just stay married and run it like a business and both take a salary. I thought that's what they were doing and what they but were going to continue sound, now doing. Now it sounds like they're getting a divorce. She, yeah, she's she's put that in motion. That's unfortunate. Okay, Kate, next well, She story. wants to keep all the money that well, sure. she's going to continue to make she's, from yeah, now on. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, it looks like Quentin Tarantino and Uma Thurman might be over if new pictures of Quentin and actress Vanessa Ferlito kissing Ooh. on the street of New York after a cozy dinner date or anything to go by. Who's Vanessa Ferlito? She's an actress that he cast in his Grindhouse movie, and she's been in some other stuff. They've known uh, each other for a long time. Uh, obviously. She, she's 33. Uma's 44. Yeah. He's gross. Yeah. Oh, she's, she's, the, she's the ugly girl from Death Proof. Maybe, yeah. Uh, She's dark hair, kind of Italian-American-looking girl. I haven't seen Death Proof. Good good movie. Good Kurt Russell bad guy. I love love Kurt Kurt Russell. Russell. Oh, you you Um, should watch it. Kate, Kate, this is obviously a career move for this girl, assuming they... I I uh, feel like they're real cozy and they've had something going on for a long time. As as someone, as there's one person of the three of us that can speak to what it's like to be smashed beneath... Quentin Tarantino's lips, and obviously that's Kate. Kate, can you speak to the the fear, the it's terrifying the, that this poor girl? I can't understand. Is going through. She looks like she's doing it willingly, yes. and I just can't understand. He's is is it, it has to be a career move for her. Of course, is he is he sweaty at all when he's he comes in for one that? One of the sweatiest yeah. individuals. He must smell great. And he's he's like a. Big, seems like He's a big huge. hulking figure. Yes. He's got a big nose and chin. What? No concept of personal space. He'll come right on up to you. He'll get real close with all that sweat. Is yes. that a good feeling to have, Kate? No, it's not. <laughs> I'd, well, I'd rather forget that. I, like, I had high hopes. Like, obviously, he's got a big thing for Uma Thurman. He likes to take very close-up shots of her feet in every movie that he makes. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's a fetishist. Yes. I thought he finally had gotten what he'd always wanted, and it sounds like it hasn't worked out. Mm, That's unfortunate. Um, Ed, you might not know who, who these people are, but Dax Shepard is I married know. to Kristen Bell. I know Notorious sloth lover. Ed, you know. One of the most annoying people out there. Okay, let's get into this. Ed. Kate hates Kristen Bell because there's 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 a there's a famous video one one year for her birthday her lovely husband at the time boyfriend Dax gave her a visit with a baby sloth and in their house in their house and she came home and she had a very very strong over the top tearful reaction and it turns out that she it was like she was auditioning for a movie where she had it, to get really emotional I, it, I i like her i'm not i'm not a massive fan but i i like her i think it she's was, a likable person it was very it was a very over-the-top reaction but she look she was with a ba- baby sloth but the thing is is that now she's sort of laid claim like Kristen bell owns the cuteness of baby sloths and there might be other people that thought baby sloths were cute 
long before that that are a little annoyed because they knew about the cuteness of baby sloths before Kristen Bell's video. And yeah. for that reason, they're annoyed. That I seems mean, like a reasonable reason. It's not the only <laughs> reason. Oh. Don't make me sound like a crazy person. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. I just, yeah. Let's tell the story, you guys. Dax, instead of, oh. a, he doesn't like wearing jewelry, so instead of wearing a wedding band, he got a tattoo on his wedding thing on his ring finger rather uh, of a bell uh, like because her last name's bell so we got it. a tattoo of a bell i get it that's off with their initials and i just find it really i uh, gross do, do, ed don't tell me you have a tattooed wedding band no 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 I can respect not wanting to wear jewelry because I hate my wedding ring. And I've been married forever, and I still i am not used to it. I don't wear any jewelry. I, don't, I've, I haven't worn a watch since, like, a Mickey Mouse watch when I was seven. I don't like jewelry, so I can respect that, but I can't respect finger tattoos. No, no. I thought no. Ed, ever since no to finger Pam and Tommy gave each other hep C in Mexico. <laughs> I love them. Before, before that was right before. I missed them. That was right before he drove the boat. Oh, did right. you see him driving the boat? I sure did. Oh. He, he really took the wheel of that thing. Look, Ma, no hands. Yeah. Every time I close my eyes, I can't get that out of my head. Hard to forget. And that was back in the old days when this stuff was not easy to see. You had to get someone had to show you that. And I'm, I'm yeah. really wishing that somebody hadn't. Yeah. Uh, I thought this was a done deal. I, you know, Stern, I think, has a wedding band tattoo on his finger. He not does. really a fan. Of that, I lost no. the respect for him. I'm just there. gonna say it. it's white trash. It's, Don't do it. Yeah, it's it's a to to coin it to use an Australian term. It's yes. bogan. It's very bogan. It's very bogan. Things yeah. bogan's like. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm happy. I'm happy for old Dax and Kristen I, Bell and her love of sloths. Ed. Yeah, I'm 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 happy for them. I I'm not happy for his finger tattoo, but the guy's name is Dax and he's doing pretty well in life. So I mean. Pretty impressed. Yeah, that's he's definitely achieved more than any Dax before him or, oh, or, or ever. For sure. Yeah, subsequent Daxes c- couldn't hope for okay, a life. Okay, we've talked about them enough. I'm over it. Let's move on. <laughs> Ed, Ed, where do you stand on baby sloths? Anybody can like baby sloths, right? Like, I, she, I'm over I can I honestly like say I anymore. don't give I a shit like about any like animal. Three years. You, uh, Kate doesn't like baby sloths anymore. Okay, Kate, <laughs> what's the next story? To let's Enough baby sloth talk. Those are so out. What is the next story in Fancy Pop? French actor Gerard Depardieu oh, is, is apparently a huge wino <laughs> who drinks up to 14, yes, 14 bottles of wine a day. Wow. Guys, is that too many bottles of wine per day, would uh, you say? I mean, Andre the Giant, it was said, could drink like 120. Right. Also a Frenchman. Also a large, repugnant Frenchman. He was a giant. He was a, he was a legit giant. Gerard Depardieu is he's a large looks man, like though, a right? large person, he's, but he's got a large beak. Feel like fourteen. Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot for a human, and it seems like it's like it's like you hear like, oh, my grandpa, he smoked four packs of Paul Malls every day, unfiltered. Well, you really do the math. That's eighty cigarettes a day. Do you know how fucking hard it would be to smoke 80 <laughs> cigarettes in a day? I reckon those people that dress in all white on that show, The Leftovers. They smoke. They, they yes. Do I think they do it. But you'd have to be smoking in the shower. You, you'd have you to would have, have to one. smoke that much. Yeah. It's yeah like the have, Leftovers people. Right. You'd have to have one going like through every meal. You'd have to stay up late to have five more cigarettes. You'd have to set your alarm to wake up early to have. And Gerard Depardieu was doing this, but with fucking wine. 
He wakes up. He strolls out in the kitchen. He has his, I'm assuming, much younger French wife fetch him a glass of wine. Or does he think he drinks it straight from the bottle? Maybe from the bottle. No, I don't think he drinks from the bottle. I think he smokes cigarettes while he's drinking now. As much as you hate Kristen Bell, I, I bet it's not... 10% 10% as much as I hate Gerard Depardieu. What? Really? <laughs> yes. That's a weird my, person to hate. You're Ed. the first uh, person to think of him. I can tell you why. Because why? I was on a flight, like, I want to say I was a kid, maybe like middle school, maybe, I don't know when it was, but the the in-flight movie was green fucking card. green card. Yeah. So I had to watch a romance between him and Andy McDowell, and it was awful. And I, I was just, <laughs> I, I was like angry it was so bad, and Yeah. And so I hate that guy. I think he's been going out in public a little sauced as well. In 2012, he was accused of assault and battery for punching a driver in Paris. The same year, he was arrested for driving drunk after falling off his scooter. And well, I don't the, know if you drinking, guys drinking that wine tends to, tends to cause problems. That'll do it. Last year, Putin made him a Russian citizen. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Just because he can drink a lot? I'm not sure why. I'm clear. Speaking of green card, I'm pretty sure I saw that. That was like in junior high. I'm pretty sure I saw that at the theater with my junior high school girlfriend. And I couldn't help but thinking two things. One, how much fucking cocaine are these Hollywood executives doing that they think that any of us want to see Gerard Depardieu in a movie? Yeah. Two, I, I- Terrible. How much fucking cocaine are these Hollywood executives doing that they want us to think that Andy McDowell is sexy? And she, got, she, she got a good run for, yeah. for, for a good like, five-year stretch. Of course. In a, for them. a five-year stretch, Andy McDowell was in a ton of movies. Sure from she gra- Groundhog Day and uh, Multiplicity. She was like the, the love interest in a Ed, ton of movies. Ed can name Andy McDowell movies. Ed's, Ed's reading her IMDb. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I, I promise you I'm not. I prefer her to Gina Davis, who also got rammed yeah. up our ass for a long period She's of time. She's a lot more handsome. Yeah. yeah. Gina Davis is weird looking. Andy she McDowell is just like kind a of a handsome woman. More yeah. interesting of an actress, though. You think? Yes. Nah. Way mm. more range. Mm. Speaking of green cards, mm-hmm. I need one. Whoa. Moving on. (laughs) Um, As we previously reported, a bunch of celebrities' nudes were hacked, and there were more released over the weekend, including Kim Kardashian, Gabrielle Union, Amber Heard, that's Johnny Depp's fiance, Rihanna, and Vanessa Hudgens. Am I the only one that's completely, like, I could not care less about any of these nudes? I don't want to see any of these broads nude. I don't care. No, but a lot of people do want to see them. And we'll look at them. But the rumor is that some male celebs may have been hacked as well. And with any Mm. luck, we won't be guessing um, about what Jared Leto's packing for much longer. Oh, really? I don't know. I just made that rumor up. but He supposedly has a huge dong. Yeah, but, you know... Wouldn't it be nice for a change yes. if it wasn't – if the assault on privacy wasn't just on women? If it – like we want – you know, we all want to know who's packing uh, Honestly, I'll be what. honest. I'll be honest. And it's well known. Like I'm, That would be more interesting to me. I uh, would – I think people would want to know. Kate, you, and you'll, you'll uh, attest to this. I was telling Ed this earlier. I, I'm a man of great passion. Tremendous passion. I'm very expressive <laughs> both in public and in private. <laughs> And I don't think anybody can question my hetero bona fides. No. I am a man's man. Mm-hmm. I prefer women. 
Bachelor? Bachelor? Uh, (laughs) The point is, is that I don't need to see and, like, I just, I feel a little dirty. Like, I don't want to see, I think Emma Watson's pretty attractive, but I would not look at naked pictures of Emma Watson on purpose. She looks too young. She's too young, and it's just weird. But that said... I wouldn't mind seeing some celebrity dong. Like, I'd like to know what these guys are packing. Everyone would. I, I, I definitely would be curious what guys are packing, but I still have nom flashbacks from the time I saw Greg Oden's hog. That's true. That's too much. <laughs> that was, well, that there was, should that be was there a should lot. be a, seven footer dong. I don't need to see. There should be a disclaimer. Leto's supposedly got like some uh, like some mutated dong. Ew. So that I might want to see Leto's dong. That might be too much. Um, yeah, I'm not into the chicks, but you know. I'll look at some Dom. What yeah. else? Well, we'll see. Yeah. I'm straight. Fingers crossed. Yeah. I go on record that I if if I'm if I'm next to a, a celebrity, I'm checking. Ed has checked some athlete. Ed's checked athlete Dom. Okay. Oh, in reality God. TV news, I have started watching season five of VH1's oh, Couples yes. Therapy. We've talked about this. Um, which features former porn star Jenna Jameson, Big Brother's Dick Donato. Former Jersey Shore star <laughs> Dina Cortez. His name is Dick Donato. Yeah. yeah. Evil Dick Donato, um, Naughty by Nature's Tretch, and Notorious Bachelor and all-around tool Juan, Ca- Juan Pablo and his girlfriend Nikki. It's okay. Yeah, it's are they, okay. Are they, are they all living in a house together? Yeah, or so is they've it just all like- moved into a pretty nice house. Yeah. It's a dope house. For, yeah, it's a dope Where house. Where is that? I'm, it's in the hills somewhere, yeah. I would think. Yeah. yeah. That seems like Hollywood a good hills. move. That seems like a good move uh, within the first year of your marriage, right? Right. They're, yeah. they're not even married. No, they're not married. No. They've been dating. No, peop- they've been dating since the bachelor. None of these people are married. Juan Pablo has still not told Nikki that he loves her. He insists it's a cultural disconnect that's keeping him from telling her. Right. That's his thing. Like, oh, in Venezuela, we do not tell each other we love you. I don't know what this is. I don't know. I don't know your ways. When really, he's just waiting for someone that could advance his career a little bit. Yeah, he's waiting for the bigger, better He needs another telenovela star to keep get him going. apparently held off on making or showing any sign of commitment. And Nikki has finally grown tired of it. She wants her relationship to move forward. Um, because she wants, you know, to know if they have a future together. They're yeah. n- still living in separate cities. Yeah, she, so. this is this is not. She's not looking good in this situation. Um, she needs to get out. And then there's Tretch and his wife of seven years. She's the mother of two of his six kids, and she wants of to be seven an actress, years. I think. Yeah, she's a little upset that he hasn't advanced her acting career more or at all. That's true. Apparently, Tretch produces movies. Apparently, yeah. Yeah. But OPP was like 25 years ago. So like yeah. how much heat, heat could this guy have? I don't think he's got a lot of heat. But he can t- it's one of those things where she's like, I know you've done stuff. And he's like, only when we're on a break. Like you could tell that he is like just over being accused of cheating and that he's not really cheating. Like yeah. it's, it's become a thing where she just announces that he's cheating and it becomes true. And he's like, look, I ain't. I'm not. You know, like stop. Yeah, she's mad annoying. Um, but I'm really watching this not just for Juan Pablo and Nikki, obviously, but Jana Jameson. Is there how's, her? how's she holding up? Oh my god, she's on all of the pills, Ed. All but it, it, I'm saying, like plastic surgery Ed, wise, she must not be good. Ed, remember in the 80s, there was this hilarious ventriloquist. His name was Waylon uh, Flowers. He was, madam. He was very hetero. He had this... <laughs> yeah. a lot like that puppet. He, was, he had this puppet. He was, this he was usually in the upper left square on Hollywood right. Square. I just tweeted a picture of her, a screen cap from the show. 
this this, Take a look. this Jenna Jameson looks like Madam. I don't know. I don't know if uh, I don't recall if I've ever in my life masturbated to Jenna Jameson. But just in case, seeing her now, I've told my dick to go stand in a corner because I, it should be ashamed I have of a, itself. I have a Jenna Jameson uh, masturbation story, if you'd like. <laughs> yes, um, I mean, there's no if you like needed there. Get to it. There. The I, at one point I'm not really sure why I think it was just neurotic wife I had to go to one of these clinics where they're testing my junk my 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 fluids oh, to make right. sure that everything Low was sperm working. Count. Well, as it wow. turned out, as it turned out, I guess I was okay because I did father two kids. I right. well. The first one definitely looks like me. The second one, I'm I, I it, it, I'm not sure about him. The first one definitely yeah. looks like you. Yeah, we, but and the no second one, doubt about it. The second one doesn't even look like me and doesn't like cheese. So I I kind of wonder if he's my son. But <laughs> anyway, I go to one of these places and she uh, uh, a nice enough looking young nurse like escorts me to a back room and is like, all right, here's the Here's the DVD player, and here are some, you know, yeah. materials. Right. Like, tells me what to do, and she's like, okay, so here, you, you fill the cup up, and then just press the button when you're ready for me to, like, unlock the door. And uh, and she's like, just let me know. And so I go in there, and there's a Jenna Jameson movie on. I take care of business and hit the button and uh, get it all done inside of, like, I don't know, 25 seconds, 30 seconds. What? She goes, what? What happened? What happened? Is so everything fast. all right? What? Everything all right? And I was like, yeah, I'm done. Here it is. Here's your sample. And she was like, well, what do you mean? But you have to. I think you, you broke have to. a record. Like, yeah. So I, I have a feeling that I broke a record that day. And wow. Jenna Jameson was involved. I thought the move in those places was to um, act like you couldn't. And so the nurse would have to come in and put on a rubber <laughs> glove and, and I've seen, milk yeah. milk your prostate from, yeah. from the inside. Yeah. From the movie Road Trip, okay. yeah, I've seen that, that. But Ed, no. look at that picture of her now, I'm not, and tell me how long it would take you to jack off to her now. Yeah, she looks a little different, <laughs> a little bit, a little sh- bit different. She's like forty years old. How fucking old is this guy, Jenna Jameson? She's like forty. She looks sixty. She's got meth face now. Yeah, poor she, thing. Yeah, she's not doing too well. She's there with her MMA coach boyfriend, John Wood. Who is the ex-husband of the woman her ex-husband Tito Ortiz cheated on her with? So they were scorned husband Lovers. and wife. Yeah, her mouth kind of looks like Laura Bush. A relationship. Her mouth looks like what? Laura Bush. You know, she started looking like the Joker. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yes. She's got a little bit of that. Her mouth looks like. Laura. Um, she's really crazy, and there's been two episodes so far, and I'm pretty into it to see what happens. Yeah. Um. Um. I noticed that not much therapy occurs. No. They just kind of hang out and yeah. talk. Hey, hey. What's yeah. up? I don't think these two are going to make it. I don't you know. It's like they just talk about each other. Uh-huh. Like that's their therapy is talking shit on everybody else. They have a little bit of therapy. I think that we haven't really got into it properly yeah, yet. Yeah, let's get into it. Yeah. Let's get into it. I'm excited. All right, Kate, is that it? That's it. All right. Excellent job, as always. Great fancy pop. We'll keep up on what's happening on couples therapy. We've al- We've already been tweeted about it like before that's how we knew to watch it is that our loyal listeners were tweeting us about what was happening in couples therapy so thank you for that uh anything you want to talk about reach out to us on twitter at easy at daily at fancy sauce at brian beckner or email us mailbag at the baller 
Fa- uh, Philip Michael Thomas, feel free to, to reach us any way you can. Anybody ever. that gets Philip Michael Thomas on the show, I will send you something. I'll give you something, whatever you want. Yeah. Um, and epi- episode 41, number 41, Dirk Nowitzki. Oh, way. good one. Good one, buddy. Yeah. I Googled that one. Oh, I nice. didn't know. Nice job. Uh, all right. For Ed Daily. For Fancy Sauce, I'm Brian Beckner. This has been the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. We'll see you next week. Goodbye.